This is live from the Grand Teton Music Festival from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I'm your host, Andrew Todd. The Grand Teton Music Festival is a seven-week classical music festival that takes place at the foot of the Tetons each summer. Every summer, more than 200 of the world's finest orchestral players from more than 80 different orchestras gather for orchestra and chamber music performances. I'm joined by my co-host and music director of the Grand Teton Music Festival, Donald Runnicles. On today's program, a singular work, one of Beethoven's mightiest symphonies, the Eroica. Donald, this is a landmark work both in music history and in Beethoven's compositional output. What is it about this particular work that sets music and Beethoven on a new trajectory? I think a, a genuine feeling that this is no longer the world of Mozart and Haydn. And I think with this third symphony, this is not just a great composer giving us a great symphony. It's something far more personal for him. I won't suggest that it's autobiographical, but I think this is very much in keeping with the world of Goethe, the world of the young Werther. It's about listening to your instincts, to your emotions, the feeling of right and wrong in the world. This symphony, I think, breaks open the possibilities. Certainly, with Goethe and Schiller, they broke open the world for the literary revolution in literature. And similarly, I think, with this work, with the Third Symphony, on so many levels, he basically ushers in a new era in which symphonies will no longer be so purely musical. But in some level, there's a program to it. In some ways, there's a narrative, for instance, in the, the slow movement, which we know to be a funeral march. In the past, there would have been funeral music written. Mm -hmm. Mozart would have written the funeral music for an emperor or... Uh, the Masonic Temple. Or, yes, or requiems would have been specifically written for royalty. Mm -hmm. But now we have a work where this is a, a funeral march, and not for any specific person, but is this the funeral march for the world as Beethoven saw it through Napoleon's dictatorship, where we know that he was appalled and outraged after this initial admiration of Napoleon. And suddenly, here was another dictator. Here was another megalomaniac. So is this Beethoven's reaction to the world as he knew it? We, well, we don't know, but what we do know is that all of a sudden the symphony could convey something a great deal more personal, something to which one could relate oneself in the struggles as a human being and finding one's way and finding one's context. You can't imagine a world without the Matthew Passion. You can't imagine a world without a Shakespeare play. There's a kind of A-D-B-C <laughs> or a B-C-A-D feel to it where with this symphony a new era is ushered in. In listening to you speak about this work, I'm struck by a couple of things. It's a personal work. It's putting other people first, the struggle of the fellow human. Whereas when we get into the Romantic period, it's very natural for the, the composer to put himself at the center of the program. But this is a personal work that allows us, the listener, to put ourselves in the center of the program and to ponder all of these things you're, you're talking about, which are, are timeless. 
we think about these things in a political context today. Absolutely. Why a funeral march in this third symphony? A funeral for whom? For what? Now, of course, one could argue, well, he had written the music and he hadn't by now established just how dictatorial Napoleon was to become and just how long this war was which engulfed Europe. Can we, however, presume that the genius Beethoven was almost prescient, much as a, one would say a Gustav Mahler in writing the, the Ninth Symphony or even the Tenth Symphony. Yes, it's deeply personal, but on some other bigger, more empirical level, is the destruction of the world as they then knew it in 1914. How much did these composers, like a, like animals that that know there is an when earthquake. the rains are coming? Well, yes, they yeah. really they they have the sixth sense, and so the question then, and to your point. Is this some kind of personal statement? Is this kind of personal testament from Ludwig van Beethoven? There was not much in his life to justify a funeral march yet. I mean, he was an extraordinarily successful composer. Or was this music, much like what was happening in literature at the beginning of the 19th century, which gave human beings this feeling of breaking free? I have a voice. I have a voice, and nobody can feel the way I feel. Donald Runnicles is on the podium at Walk Festival Hall in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, for this performance of Beethoven's Third Symphony in E-flat major, the Eroica, at the Grand Teton Music Festival.
We just heard a performance of Beethoven's Third Symphony in E-flat major, conducted by the music director of the Grand Teton Music Festival, Donald Runnicles. He led the festival orchestra in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. This has been a presentation of the Grand Teton Music Festival, located in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Live from the Grand Teton Music Festival is a co-production of the Grand Teton Music Festival and Classic Digital Syndications, Vic Minzer, producer. Recording engineers for the festival include Vic Minzer and Kevin Harbison. Live from the Grand Teton Music Festival is supported by John and Barbara Fogelstein. By the way, we would always love to hear from you. Please write to us. Simply send us an email to listener at gtlf.org. And by all means, come and visit us this summer in Jackson Hole. For information about the festival, go to gtmf.org. I'm Andrew Todd. And I'm Donald Ronicles. Thanks for being with us.